This is the Business Marketing and Finance Podcast. The podcast for all your business marketing and financial needs. Get insight from experienced professionals as they delve deep into their passions and share their knowledge each week with your host, Daryl James. Like to follow or learn more? You know what to do. Hit that subscribe button now. Welcome, everybody. This is this week's BMF podcast. This is our Ask an Expert session. I'm your host, Daryl James, and I'm here today with Deepak Shukla, SEO consultant, influencer, TEDx speaker, and founder of Pearl Lemon. Welcome, Deepak, to the Business Marketing Finance Podcast. Daryl, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for the lovely introduction, my friend. <laughs> That's good, man. Um, now, if you built your website, you know that you need to start generating traffic to ultimately start converting. Deepak's company helps companies reach the top of search engines and ultimately with their sales pipeline. Can you tell us a bit about your journey and what it was like growing up and how you made the turning point to be the man you are today, Deepak? Wow, what a question! I'll, I'll give it. I'll give it. I'll give it my best attempt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, I I think that I think it was clear from a relatively young age, yeah. going um, through secondary school and then off to kind of what sixth form and then university that I wasn't the greatest at a very structured hierarchy, mm-hmm. and and you find a lot of those a lot of that type of stuff in you know in in, in employment yeah. and the where I really truly discovered that was through just a series of jobs that I had. I worked in a lot of different places around school to kind of, you know, pay for my cinema ticket or my bus ride to the yeah. cinema. Yeah. <laughs> and that kind of stuff. So, you know, I'd work like, I think originally doing a paper round then I worked uh, and that was like at 12 or 13 years old Then that moved into working at a mechanics garage where I'd help them do the MOTs. Um, but really I was just, you know, opening a car bonnet, um, mm-hmm. checking serial numbers on a um, the, the engine and checking the indicators will work and stuff like that. And yeah. basically, I, I, I whilst in parallel with education, went through a series of different jobs and those jobs then kind of graduated to, you know, more perhaps more, 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 more formal or more corporate jobs. So, you know, mm-hmm. I did labor work and uh, working uh, in, 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 in factories, as well and and then I went and started I think working for NatWest I worked as you know customer within their customer service and then I after finishing university worked for an ad agency and then I worked for Deloitte and to be honest with you Daryl the, the the longest period yeah. that I was ever in employment was like six months okay, okay. and yeah yeah it, what always happened is that I'd get I'd get bored mm. I'd get I, I, I'd get bored. I'd get perhaps maybe a bit frustrated with needing to kind of move through a very specific framework that didn't work so well for the way that I, I approach life with definitely a great degree of randomness. Yeah, yeah. Which is something I went to speak, speak about in, in, in my TEDx speech a couple of years later. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, figuring out all of that took me a fair while and I didn't really understand formally what the concept of an entrepreneur was until I mean I was you know you look at the kids of today and you've got you've got guys I don't know starting businesses at like 12, 13 years old or ridiculous things yeah, I think I, I really figured it out maybe at 23 okay yeah um, and I think that that meant really just figure, realizing I wasn't cut out for employment and then understanding that well deep you've got to make some money 
you know, you got to make some cash. And, and then they're beginning my journey into, I guess, entrepreneurship, marketing, and just doing or trying. I'm, I'm, I'm 32 today. I, I, I spent basically, I just spent the, the, the next 10 years doing different stuff, Daryl, um, yeah. in, in, you know, trying to start a small business, trying to start a startup, trying to work as a freelancer. You know, now I'm running an agency and I, 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 I the world that I'm in now is much more suited to the way that I approach life. Oh, that's good, man. That's good. And what, what, so what would you say was the, the turning point to actually starting this particular company? You mentioned that you started a few startups and did some freelancing. What, what made you actually go into this, this line of work? Yeah, I think that I realized that the running thread through the businesses I started, and if anybody was so interested, they could Google them and see the different remnants of things I've done historically, Deep Impact Recordings, Gobsmackers, Meet My Tutor studio book as a cv guy there were you know a lot of different things that i tried and i realized that the thing that i was best at if i'm being honest daryl was i was i was always not bad at marketing not bad at the customer discovery process not bad at figuring out how to get found or how to find somebody that i could potentially do business with and that was something that reached ahead I think when I turned 30 and I was in Amsterdam and I just kind of had a bit of my I don't know quarter life crisis or whatever you want to call it but I had a bit of a breakdown basically you turned 30 uh, and how old are you Daryl? I'm 35. Okay brilliant so you'll remember the moment when you turned 30 I think that a lot of people do remember it for, for those of you who are listening who are approaching it or are well beyond it i i certainly took stock on yeah. my birthday and i thought you know where what have i done was it was it in line with what i hoped i'd do and, and typically for most 30 year olds it's like oh my god it didn't turn out at all the way that i expected it to yeah yeah <laughs> um and then thinking about well, what is it that i enjoy and what is it that that you know i want to do or or achieve and I think that, you know, the thing that I realized was that, hey, I want, to, I want to build some roots. I want to go back to London because I've been traveling and doing a lot of those things I spoke about whilst abroad. Yeah. And I wanted to build something that maybe would, would, would with a little bit more longevity, with a bit more seriousness and to focus upon the skill set that had been present through all of those businesses and you know, as it as it as it as it as it happened to be the case, the part that I enjoyed most within marketing was was search engine optimization. It was it was ranking, it was customer discovery, yeah. it was understanding how you could get found by someone when they ran a search, mm-hmm. and that was what propelled me into the idea of starting Polo. Oh, nice man! And can you, can you explain to the listeners what exactly SEO means from your perspective? Yeah, sure. So, guys. You would have used Google to run a search. You may have also used Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn to run searches. And all of these platforms ultimately are big. They're big databases. They're yeah. databases of user-generated content. YouTube is the same, right? So YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Google are all massive, massive databases of user-generated content that people like ourselves use to search and find and discover information. 
And the way that you'll do that is by inputting a search. So if you're looking for a particular, if you're looking for an SEO consultant on LinkedIn because you want to find somebody, you might search SEO on LinkedIn or SEO consultant and see who comes up. You might well do the same thing via surfing hashtags on Instagram if you're just kind of browsing hair extensions because you run an e-commerce store starting hair extensions. You might also check out different hair extensions or maybe you're just a fan because you're a woman who gets hair extensions. And, and, and ultimately, you would pay a service like ours to make sure that it's your website that gets discovered or, or your Instagram page or your LinkedIn profile that gets discovered when people run such a search yeah yeah and and how did you get your first clients good question our first clients i think let me think okay so my first actual seo client so in the first year of the business i i started if i'm being honest full service so what i mean by that was i would do anything and everything at yeah. 30 i'd moved back to my mum's and i i i i, I wasn't really overly happy with being back at my mum's but I thought well I'm here and I need to make enough money to be able to get out so I was happy to do any kind of work and at that stage I listed on a load of platforms I listed on I think Guru I listed on People Per Hour I listed on Upwork I I had modified my LinkedIn profile and I think the first client came from Upwork if I recall being being honest, I got clients or inquiries from all of those platforms that I've just mentioned, LinkedIn, yeah. uh, and, 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 and that was really where, where, where the journey started, so to speak, and, and that was how I first started getting my first clients. Yeah. So would you say that using uh, these platforms and utilizing them, you think that was the, I suppose, leveraging their platform was the, the right way to go? Yeah, I think that... Of course, it depends upon the kind of business that you're in. If you're in a service-based business, then, you know, platforms that list companies offering services or individuals offering services. LinkedIn, of course, does this. People per hour does it. Upwork, Guru. There's there's more, right? There's more. So definitely, I think that, you know, as they say, you've got to be in it to win it. And there's there's, there's a lot of people that are going to be on directories looking for a provider. It's the same yeah. way that we search for, you know, our insurance provider, like our utilities, our mobile phone contract, our, you know, plumber, depending upon what you're looking for, your, your, your use directories, uh, a decent amount. So I think that, you know, it, it's sensible to just make sure that you're listed on some of these directories so you stand a chance of being discovered. Yeah, of course, of course. And what are some of the hurdles that you face, you know, starting your business? Uh, I think that... You know what? I think that stamina is a big one. So when I say that, I think that everybody underestimates how much of a challenge it is is to just get up every day and commit to the path. Yeah, Yeah. I think this is probably the number one most difficult thing to do in in life for people. It's, you know, you know, it's, you know, to, to the people who run one mile a day and have done it for the last two years. I take my hat off, hat off to you, to the people who get up and hit the gym at 5 a.m. every day for the last two years. I take my hat off to you, to the people that get up and do whatever's necessary to further their business every single day. I take my, my hat off to you because in, in all of those instances, there's going to be things that are going to just come in your way 
or circumstances that are going to smack you in the face yeah. at, at all times, right? Yeah. Whether it's you're trying to run every day, but maybe you're on holiday. So yeah. you're sitting by the beach and everybody's, you know, out partying and maybe then you'll start missing your runs. That's one yeah. example, right? That nobody would criticize you for and everybody would understand. And that's the most dangerous part, Daryl. The, for the most part, it's difficult to maintain stamina with the things that you do because for the most part, the world will collude. The world will be an accomplice in your limitations, in your lack of consistency, in your medicine. Yeah, your mediocrity because everyone around you will say, oh, you know what? Don't worry, Daryl, you missed a gym on Sunday. No problem, go tomorrow. You missed a gym on Wednesday. No problem, go go, go, go on Thursday. Yeah. Oh, Daryl, you didn't submit your directory listing on Upwork or you didn't send out a proposal on people per hour. No problem, do it tomorrow. Yeah. And the, I, I, think, I think that that for me is honestly the biggest key to success because there's so many different roads and there's so many different paths but the common the common thing between all those who have gone on in whatever they've done to become successful I think is that huge almost mind-boggling consistency yeah yeah okay well let's talk a little bit about Per Lemon now yeah and how do you how would you say you help companies dominate the web space today um, I think that it's a good question. So I think like link building is huge for a website. So what I mean by that is your, your, your references. So if we take a example in the, the, the media, right. Um, the, the, the way that, um, a lot of, for example, okay. So if we take the, 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 the urban music scene in the UK, uh, a common way that a musician might ascend to fame within, for example, hip hop is that they appear on particular urban music channels. Yeah. So they might appear on link up TV, on SBTV, on, yeah. on, on grime daily and a variety of other channels. This is considered now to be the established path that if you are going to become a commercial success, you know, a la Stormzy, Dave, Jay Haas or, or, or anyone like this, then it's, it's, it's very unusual to, come across these artists and they haven't been on particular channels yet. So in this, in, in the same way, the same way, it's really the case that, you know, for, for example, in, 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 in the startup space, if you haven't been on angel on crutch, crunch base or venture B or Forbes or tech radar, mm-hmm. then, then that's considered to be part of the pathway to becoming a success. Yeah. Right, that there's certain publications, you know, maybe you know, in 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 the states, maybe it's NME, maybe it's Vice Magazine, maybe it's World Star Hip Hop, right? For the American musicians, yeah. um, I don't I don't know specifically, but certainly you know, there's there there, there seems to be a, a, a path that, that that people walk, and and it's the same. If I'm being honest, Daryl, with SEO, that mm-hmm. you know what, if you are going to rank and ascend the heights of Google, whether you run, uh, you know, a, a e-commerce store selling hair extensions, as we were talking about, yeah. then you need to start getting some high quality links from websites in your niche. Yeah. And you need to get listed on all of the relevant directories, right? Because there's directories for hair extensions, there's local business directories that, you know, make sense if you've got an office location and all of these factors together become an important component of your success. So that's one of the things that will help a, a company look at in the same way that if someone approached you and said, Hey, you know what? I'd want to be 
I want to be a famous musician, we probably start modeling the careers of a lot of these famous musicians and starting to understand, well, what do we do that they've done? What can we learn from them? And in, in, and it, in SEO, it's the same thing in every industry, actually. It's competitor analysis. Yeah. Who are the best in your industry? Where are the sites that they are listed on? How do they get onto those sites? How can we get onto those sites? And what do we need to present to make our content good enough that those places would want to publish our content? Very true, man. Very true. And um, how many people do you have currently on your team? Um, so, Samarati Raj Maya Haran Lincoln Eddie Ben Esther uh, I think 14 people nice nice man that's a good team and how long did it take you to build that team to 14 people I mean I'm assuming you probably started that with just yourself and then yeah you know, I started it myself at my mum's place in my, 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 my old bedroom on my laptop. <laughs> as, all, as, as, as all great musicians and yeah. SEO agency owners do, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely startups, man. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm sure that journey will continue for, you know, the decades and, and, and more to come for, yeah. for many a success. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 it took me... I, I incorporated the business in October 2016, but the real work, really, if I'm being honest, started in April 2017. So we're coming up to like two years. Those first six months, the company had a different name. I partnered with someone. Our our partnership and that brand and the path we were on wasn't really working for us both. Yeah. So then in April or May of 2017, I rebranded. I changed everything. I had no clients then at that stage. And yeah. I kind of, the, the company had existed, but it was a shell. And, and, and at that stage, I, I, I changed everything. So it's, it's taken me, I think, you know, two years. And I, you know what, Daryl, it's just like with everything, the first the first year of doing anything, depending upon where you want to get to, you just have to get used to, you know, eating SHIT, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand that. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's no really getting away from it. And I think that that's where the stamina part comes into play as well, because, you know, you can you can run one mile a day every every day, in quest for trying to break a sub minute, sub five minute mile, mm. and you know what? For the first ninety days, maybe you'll never break six minutes. Yeah, yeah. And, and you'll feel like you're doing all the right things. Ah, oh, Deepak, my nutrition's right. Deepak, I'm doing recovery right. Deepak, I'm doing you know a hundred meter fart leg interval training to make sure I can maintain a higher average heart rate and mm. all of those things. And you still might not be getting the result and and it's and it's that's for me the most critical part when the chips are down and yeah. when you're doing all the right things mm-hmm. and you're still not getting the result you expect that's when you discover who you really are yeah man. i definitely understand that man yeah so how do you differentiate yourself from the competition um you mentioned that um you know you look at the competition when helping companies with their seo how do you differentiate yourself from the competition yeah, absolutely. So when you say my competition, I'm guessing you mean how do we differentiate ourselves from other SEO agency owners, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, dude, I think that I think number one, coming on and talking about my story, maybe like with yourself. Yeah. Um, I think that part. I think number two, like it's important to in this day and age, like be out there. Mm-hmm. So when I say be out there, I think that personal branding is huge and that in the service-based business, people want to understand who are, who are the people that are on the other side of the company. Yeah. So I think that that becomes very, very, very important. 
Um, and then and then number three, in, in line with putting yourself out there, that naturally lends itself to being on podcasts, to, you know, being being just on YouTube and you know, at its at its simply from a at its simplest, from a sales and from a business and sales perspective, mm-hmm. I think that you stand a far greater chance of, you know, being a success or at least generating some level of success by having a public a public brand and, and being in the public space. I think that that will always help people. And certainly that has helped us when people run comparisons of us versus other agencies. Yeah. You know, there might be, there might be someone who's listening to this and thinks, you know what, Deepak sounds like he understands the journey of an entrepreneur maybe. And it'll be for that reason that they pick us as an SEO agency over another business, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it does. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that, you know, it's, it's, uh, and again, it's, 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 it's that part there that I think that, you know what, I think that a lot of the things I'm saying perhaps aren't necessarily anything new, but the act of implementing stuff is hard. Mm. It's, it's hard, you know, it's hard. It's, it's, it's easier on a Monday morning at 1030 to, you know, not be on a podcast and to focus upon, you know, client stuff or to, 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 to do other things. And for me, you know, this podcast and talking to you, Daryl is really important for our kind of business development as well, yeah. because I know that this is going to go out. I know that over time there's going to be someone somewhere who's going to be running their due diligence on Pearl Lemon and they'll yeah. be like, okay, who's this bloke Deepak? Let me quickly look him up and see who he is. And they might run a Google search and discover your podcast because yeah. that happens. And they might end yeah. up listening to like 10 minutes of it because that has happened to me. And they said, you know what? I listened to this podcast and that was part of the reason I decided to reach out to you. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and, and you know what, if you're not out there, you never allow that search to happen. True. True. And what type of clients have you, have you worked with thus far? And who would you say was your most memorable client? Yeah, absolutely. I think that uh, there's a company I really enjoy working with. They're called Asteria Diamonds. They are a diamond company based in Israel. And, you know, I've been over to Tel Aviv where they're based. They've been over to London where we're based. They, they flew out to come see us and we've gone out to see them. And, and that's been a really great relationship because, you know, Israelis are great people. They're there for the pot for, for, from my limited experience. They, 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 they are um, very particular about the people that they work with, meaning that they have high expectations, high standards. And, yeah. and certainly, you know, that meant when I started on that journey with Asteria, there was some initial several phone calls, due diligence, an initial small project, you know, um, to, to do an audit so they could test our way of thinking that mm-hmm. developed into running kind of their SEO and that then graduated into expanding the budget for their SEO. And then that graduated to us looking at their wider marketing and helping them build a team. And that's been a process that's happened over the course of a year. And, um, certainly I'm, I'm really proud of the relationship and the journey that I've gone on with those guys. Yeah, that sounds good, man. That sounds good. How would you suggest that new businesses um, market themselves in 2019? I know we're like smack bang in the middle now, but how would you suggest yeah. that they market themselves? Or we know about SEO. How else would you say they market themselves? Yeah, guys, I think that, you know, there's so many things that you could do for, for, for yourself that are very helpful. So, you know, building a YouTube presence is something that's very sensible to do. So if you're running a company that sells car batteries, let's say, just something completely random, then start creating YouTube videos giving advice about car batteries, right? Yeah. Start talking about the relative 
if how, how long can you keep an engine off before you need to turn it over to make sure that you maintain the life of a car battery? What yeah. do you do when your car battery goes flat and you're at home? What do you do when your car battery goes flat and you're on the motorway? Which mm-hmm. are your preferred services for you know getting um, you know the AA or the RAC or someone else entirely out for a pickup when your car battery goes flat? Yeah. What should you know if you want to build your own car battery? Maybe something like that. And and in, 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 in producing content like that, guys, you have the ability to really position yourself as an expert because I can almost certainly tell you, and I'm sure Daryl's already thinking, I, 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 I think, I think Daryl's probably thinking the same, that I would almost bet my life that 95% of your competition aren't, ma- aren't making content like that. Yeah, true, true, very true. And then when you combine that with, you know, the conversations that you have, the pitching that you have, you know, whether you're emailing people, whether you're, you know, messaging people on LinkedIn, whether you're listing on, you know, a direct directory for car parts or for spare car parts or for batteries, then, you know, when, when any, anyone also does that little bit of a journey, they're like, oh, okay, so who is this, who is this company? You know, Daryl's spare battery parts, who are, who are these guys? And they give you a quick look up. And they discover your friendly, smiling face, talking them through the relative benefits of, you know, a battery versus, you know, um, an electric car. They'll be like, you know what? Daryl clearly knows his stuff. I'm definitely going to talk to Daryl. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, So Deepak, what would you say was your biggest achievement to date? Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, (laughs) My biggest achievement to date. Um, I think that, oh, you know what? I guess. I'm, 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 I'm my, 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 my biggest achievement is being fortunate to be able to help the lives of the people that work for me. I, I feel really proud that, you know, my business partner on the second agency that we started three months ago, yeah. the business has been successful enough that he's been able to change his life. He moved from, you know, our Essex into zone two like you know he lives in chelsea now <laughs> yeah in, in 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 london and he is able to maintain a life here and you know go on holidays and stuff and that has all come from within less than four months of running the business so that makes me really really proud that he's been able to change and you know kaz is he's 20 years old so this is a big a big change for him yeah and i'm, I'm really proud that you know the guys the office that we've got for example in india samil atit yeah. I uh, hear and Raj, you know, I'm, I'm just happy that I'm able to help them fund their holidays when they go away on weekends, their evenings and their dinners out. And yeah. just basically to give them, like, you know, a, a decent quality of life. It's the same with, with Lincoln in, he's in Kingston, Jamaica. Yeah. And I'm happy that through our work, he's able to help with his mum's medical bills. That yeah. 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 He's able to buy a new laptop and, to just improve his actual overall quality of life. So there's 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 things like that that if I'm being honest, they 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 make me really really proud. Yeah, nah, man, that's awesome stuff, man. It seems like you um you're doing quite a lot. I know that you also do marathons. Yeah. <laughs> when did you first start start running? I first started running when I was like four, fourteen. Yeah, um, with, with, with a friend of mine, we used to go to a place called Black Park, which is near Uxbridge in the edge of West London. Um, and we would go together there. Tom, Tom Perryman, me and him would run together. That 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 kind of was something I did on and off. And I, I kind of fell away from it once I got into, I think, university. And I didn't do really any running there. But running came back into my life at 22, 20 
1993, I think, when I ran my first marathon. And that basically came as a consequence of going to a self-development weekend where, yeah, yeah, it changed my life that weekend. I think the premise was, was that, you know what, people spend a lot of their lives working to then fund something that they're passionate about. You know, you work, you work nine to five, you work all your life to, you know, go and blow your money at the weekends or the weekdays for, yeah. for something that you, you, you love. But really what we should all be doing is, you know, figuring out how can we make money from the thing that we love and, yeah. and finding the way. And, 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 and one of the ways that you do that is by approaching everything that you do in your life and giving it your best you know what, if it's only going to be something you're going to do for that one hour, give it your best for that hour and, yeah. and always walk away from any table having left all of your chips at the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I thought, yeah, it, it was there, Daryl, to be honest with you, that, that, that made me realize, you know what, I go and do it, do, do it, I do these three or four mile runs or whatever, because I was still kind of running, like, but just 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 doing kind of the, the training run that, that, that we all might do. You know, we'll run on a Wednesday, we'll go to the gym on a Friday and, you know, like to keep in shape and that kind of stuff. It wasn't really with any sense of purpose or direction. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I went to this conference and I was like, you know what, let me just book a marathon. Let me get on some kind of journey. And, yeah. and, and from there, there was no looking back. That's good, man. What, what's the biggest marathon that you've ever run? So the biggest uh, ultra marathon I've done was, um, it was like about 72 miles, I think. Was wow. it? Was it? Uh, it was in Madeira, um, and that was in 2014, I believe. And that was definitely the hardest run that I've ever done. So uh, maybe 60, 65 or 70 miles. I need to I need to double check, but certainly that's the hardest run I've ever done. And how long did that take you? Gosh, it ended up taking about 26, 27 hours, it did. Oh, wow. um, it was uh, mountain trail running, so up and down, up and down. And to be honest with you, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a very fast runner anyway, but... It, it was really hard that terrain and I'd never done anything like that before it. So the, the furthest I'd run before that was less than half of it. So I was really quite worried, but uh, no, it, it, it got done and it, you know, took me through a lot of hell, but you know, it teaches you a lot about yourself doing things like that. Yeah, man. That must be really empowering and inspiring like to know that you, you've achieved that. So what else can you do? How do you train for something like that? Well, you need to put in the hours, I guess. There's no escaping that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you need to put in the hours the the to 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 you know to to make the run to 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 to, to just be able to finish a distance and and then just consistency over time. So um, you know, I I used to just run a lot. I used to go on the rowing machine. I used to use the bike machine, and I'd spend a, a lot of time doing those kinds of things in in order to get to get ready. So I think that. You, you need to be able to put in to put in to put in the hours for 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 the actual runs. Yeah, no, I can I can understand that. Now, Deepak, you mentioned earlier um, when we first started about stamina and having that. You know, um, when you first start a business and how hard that can be. If yeah. you could tell your younger self anything, what would it be? It could be any age. You could be when you was, you know you could go back and speak to you when you was ten. 20, whichever age that you prefer, but when you was younger, if you could tell yourself anything, what would it be? Um, I would have gone back to my... Oh, wow. I think I would have gone back to my 18-year-old self when I was 
trying to be a cocky, cool guy at university. Okay. Um, predominantly because I was massively insecure, I think, looking back at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd say, hey, time is a gift. You never get the hours in the day that you have back. So, you know, use it to do things that will help you in your life or to do things with the people that you love. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think that certainly I did enjoy a lot of university, but I also lounged around for a lot of university. And I think that I could have still enjoyed a lot of lounging around, but I still could have been way more kind of productive or have done more useful things with my time. Yeah, yeah. I can understand that. And what what is the vision of uh, Deepak right now? Um... I, I, I'm still trying to figure things out. If I'm being honest, Daryl, mm-hmm. I, I do enjoy the agency, and it's a real challenge. The more that we grow, the more stress comes with it, and it's 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 great. So for me, running an agency is is awesome because it's the best training ground. And when you've got guys spe- sending you one, two, three, four, five thousand pounds a month, yeah. it comes with a lot of expectation, yeah. and you don't really always know what they expect until things start going wrong. Because when someone says, Hey, you know, clean my car and then you clean their car and then they look and say, well, there's still, you know what? There's still uh, dirt uh, inside, you know, the underneath the car bonnet. And you're like, wow, you want me to clean underneath the car bonnet? Or they say, Oh, you know what? There is still, a sweet a gummy bear stuffed behind the back of you know my seat and you'd be like oh, okay wow so you want me to do those as well and, yeah. and that kind of process i think is is, is typical of any service-based business yeah. what, what people pay for and what they think they're getting versus what you deliver yeah and and and, and that for me is such great training because you have to learn to adjust, to adapt, to improve your processes, to to do all of these things. So I think the future or the vision I have is to continue that training, mm-hmm. to continue that journey, and, and then take these skills that I've got and to continue growing the Pearl Lemon group. We've got Pearl Lemon SEO, the agency. We've got Pearl Lemon Leads. Within maybe a, a month, I'm going to be launching Pearl Lemon Social. And, nice. and, and, and there's other you know software ventures that... I'm beginning to look at now in partnership with, with a couple of people that I know. So I, I, I'm just, um, you know, that's the path that I'm on, Daryl. And I, I don't quite know where it will end up, but, but certainly the focus is on is, you know, can I do better this week than I did last week? And, and to follow that track and see where it takes me. No, that sounds excellent, man. And finally, where can people connect with you uh, for consultation, your social media links, website, URL, etc.? Yeah, brilliant. So, guys, um, feel free to, you know, just look me up on LinkedIn, Deepak Shukla, or to look at my website, deepakshukla.com. You can just Google me. I, I do hope I'd come up. Otherwise, I need to, um, you know, do some soul searching. Um, uh, or, or Pearl Lemon. So, Pearl, like a pearl necklace and second word lemon. That's the agency if you're curious about that and if you want to hit me up personally then Deepak Shukla my name just type it into YouTube or Google and you'll find different bits about me oh fantastic man now Deepak is there anything else you want to say before we we end this call just the for anybody that's listening the uh, just Every just 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 the 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 message that consistency beats out everything else. 
So if you if you get up and you commit to that one action a day, whether it's your 20 push-ups, your 20 free kick pieces, your 20 applications on Upwork, then then over the course of time, you, you, you'll already put yourself into a very vaunted and very special place. So just wear and as much as you can, be consistent with the things that you do and try not to listen to tell listen to people who tell you it's okay to you know not be consistent yeah man. good wise words man thank you deepak thanks for your time this has been the business marketing finance podcast i'm your host daryl james and we'll see you next week everybody brilliant thank you so much daryl this is the business marketing and finance podcast the podcast for all your business marketing and financial needs get insight from experienced professionals as they delve deep into their passions and share their knowledge each week with your host daryl james like to follow or learn more you know what to do hit that subscribe button now